So I'm here with Lydia from Zero Green. How would you describe Zero Green? So uh, Zero Green is basically a zero-waste shop, a place where you can buy uh, in bulk. You can find uh, dry food, uh, pulses, grains, pasta, uh, also cleaning products, uh, household toiletries. Uh, as much as we can, we, um, we source locally. Uh, all our produce and at the same time you can find also alternatives to single-use plastic uh, like uh, bamboo toothbrushes um, to reduce uh, single-use plastic. So how long have you been going? So it's nearly a year now so we're actually celebrating our year anniversary in in a couple of weeks. Uh, Really excited about that because we are uh, having a refit done Uh, so we are putting new lines in, uh, things are going to change a bit, so it's kind of really, really exciting, uh, and yeah. And, and so how, yeah, how are you going to celebrate the one first birthday? So yeah, we'll be closed for uh, five days just before the celebration, so that's going to be uh, the weekend of the 9th and 10th, and we'll have uh, new lines, we'll have some of our suppliers coming along to, to chat. Uh, with customers about uh, their products. We'll have some cake, obviously, (laughs) uh, some tastings, yeah. Uh, But basically, new lines, new things, new surprises that we hope that our customers uh, enjoy and like and that also will bring new new people in. Okay, and I'm here with Stacey from Zero Green. How would you describe Zero Green? Um, So we're actively encouraging uh, Bristol and anyone else who wants to come visit to come and shop plastic free, uh, reusing whatever containers they have to do it. Um, Personally, it's it's a little bit of a haven, I think, um, from all of the madness of uh, the normal consumption that we have as as consumers trying to uh, go into other retail shops and food and and buy it. Um, So, yeah, it's become a bit of our our world as well. It's... uh, it's a wonderful bubble to be in. What do you think about the current approach that people have to living with, in an environmentally friendly way? I think it's only it can only be positive. Um, I think there are some people who um, kind of want to do it 100% or nothing, um, and I think some people can find that quite off-putting. We quite often have people coming in going, I find this quite overwhelming, the idea that I would, you know, to eradicate all plastic from my life, or, you know, once you start looking into plastic, then you start looking into all manner of <clears throat> excuse me all thick more manner of things and it it kind of takes people off onto tangents and they start to panic a little bit that they they don't know enough or um they don't know where to buy things from or they don't know what the right thing is to do um and sometimes you've just got to find the best alternative that there is out there at the moment because there's not there's not perfect answers to everything we don't have manufacturers that are producing things that are, are perfect um but we just need to find those things that do fit in to our world at the minute and start making inroads uh, I just think sometimes it can be a little bit full-on for some people to think I mean there's some zero waste people who are very adamant about fitting everything into a jam jar for a year which yeah. petrifies me and I own a zero waste shop I mean a wonderful <laughs> challenge to get to and if you can if it helps you and it drives you fine but I can appreciate how that might be quite terrifying to a lot of people so yeah maybe just about making baby steps rather than trying to do everything so how would you start someone off so I'd maybe just start thinking you know first time you run out of something if you run out of toothpaste or shower gel or whatever it might be a shampoo or something um or even food you know if you run out of pasta instead of going straight to a supermarket and thinking I have to go and buy something in in plastic can you come somewhere like here and buy it out of packaging and just do it like that it's 
we found that with most people like they they're just coming in bit by bit and doing as things run out and i think a lot of people don't know what's out there to have a plastic free solution so even things you'd think would be quite uh, normal like toothbrushes and toothpaste people don't know that that's a swap that they can make so they might be in here buying some red lentils or pasta but then we can say actually let's have a chat about this um I've had chats with younger girls about sanitary products and things that they just don't understand that there are alternatives to them. Um, people about shaving and razors, and it's just kind of start with one thing and then just see how it kind of. So you're also an environmental consultant, kind of thing. Um, it's, yeah, despite having no uh, credentials to be one, um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I think all of us that open zero waste shops, we all come at it from different um, angles. Um, it's about passion but it's not necessarily that we're environmentalists or indeed have any qualifications to be doing that but we've just learned it's been almost a year and I learn every day our customers teach us things we geek out on our days off and go to other zero waste shops uh, you've got people that have got opened them that are that were journalists teachers um, people that have had no retail experience whereas probably our background is stronger in retail and less about uh, the environment but we all just talk to each other and help each other out and if you find a great supplier we let each other know um yeah so it's a great community as well so what work were you doing before you started zero um zero green um predominantly i worked from like my early 20s uh for about 17 years for sainsbury's so okay. i've completely seen the flip side of uh of you all know of what this. you're up against yeah and kind of blindly being a bit younger i suppose just existed in that world and accepted that that's the only way that it could be um, and now looking back kind of makes you feel a little bit sick in the pit of your stomach that we you know all the things that we probably did did do um, and then I brief where well, I met Lydia working for the National Trust mm. so we'd already decided that I needed to take my career in something that was a bit more that I cared about a bit more I'll be speaking with you again from time to time so what do you think about um, people's approach to living environmentally do you notice that people are really um, do they come in here purely because you're zero waste or do they just come in here because they like the look of the shop? Or? There's a bit of a mixture. So there's uh, people that um, have come because they have uh, shopped zero waste in the past and they just want to carry on that kind of lifestyle. Uh, but there's people that only maybe they come and they just buy this couple of things, items that they, they know they like or they enjoy. There's some of a different range on on age so there's old uh, couples there's young couples there's um, um students there's lots of different uh, different backgrounds and yeah i would say that some people have started their journey recently and they found out about about us mm -hmm. and they realized that they can uh, shop this way but we get um many comments about how enjoyable is the experience shopping mm. shopping in here and and yeah and they they decide to to come back also oh, for nice. that yeah yeah do you have any advice for people who want to live a little bit more environmentally yeah so my first uh, tip would be don't get overwhelmed just try little things at a time uh, because it can be uh, very yeah stressful if you decide to just go uh, plastic free or zero waste just from one day to the other with all everything you 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 have or you you buy so I usually say yes every time you run out of something just try to see if there's an alternative out there and 
Yeah, and usually there is. So just go step by step and don't yeah and don't panic. There's always there's always uh, uh, it's always good to focus in in the changes you're already doing rather than in the all the way that you've got to to go. So you're coming up to a year of zero green. Yeah. Um, what do you think will, you will have done by the second year? So our push for next year is about. I suppose pushing ourselves more. We, when we opened, despite giving ourselves plenty of time, it it still felt like a rush, um, and we probably made a few compromises with even things like energy providers or a couple of our suppliers. Um, so probably my my personal one this year is to take on each line that we sell and make sure that we've got the best option from it literally line by line and whether that's cost or the packaging that it comes in where it comes from we've recently just swapped uh, a mango supplier a dry mango supplier so we now get it through a wonderful company called story market and they work locally with uh, with farmers in africa but what was um what's better about the new one so before um it was coming from essential which is a fair trade uh, it was fair trade and we know it was it was well sourced um it unfortunately um it came in an unreusable uh packaging um and as much as we could follow it to the country that it was made from. We had no real insight to, you know, Story Market's given us now that, you know, we have pictures on the on the cash desk of the actual farmer that, nice, that grew yeah. that mango. Um, so we were able to have that conversation with customers when they say, oh, it's changed. Why has it changed? Um, I think potentially, hopefully, a Zero Green too. Um, there are uh, clean, uh, there's a couple of other supermarkets, uh, zero waste shops that are already thinking about shop two. Um, and we're taking on staff at the minute as well, so giving Lydia and I the time to come and do more things like this, um, mm-hmm. where we're not having to squeeze it in, um, maybe doing some talks at schools, and maybe just taking what we have learnt outside of this building and, and sharing it a little bit. We're now at cruising altitude, 35,000 feet. 35, feet. So, so what did you do for work before you opened Zero Green? So, um, I did like various things, but uh, I used to work for the um, for the National Trust. That's the, the f- last job I I I had, and actually I was sort of uh, working full time uh, until I I so w- within the same time I was uh, op- we opened the shop. But yeah, I used to basically um, do tills support. So we were deploying new tills all around the country, mm. National Trust properties, and I was helping the the team. Uh, working for the team that was uh, helping the de- the deployment and supporting the teams uh, with new the new system, and I worked in retail before, also working for the trust, about other places I worked in in management, uh, studied tourism, mm-hmm. so there's the, like a mixture, but always had like a bit of a uh, interest in in yeah being a bit more conscious about mm-hmm. my. Yeah, my impact. Yeah. In so what what made you finally go and say, right, I'm gonna open a, a business? So yeah, um, it was a bit of a um, for in my my personal experience, I became vegan. I went into a bit of uh, minimalism, and I started to think about all those things that sort of were getting in the way, and that all the decisions I was I was making. And then Stacey and I, we, we used to work together and we used to spend some of our lunch breaks just talking about our wastage and talking about uh, our bins and thinking, oh gosh, this is so crazy how, you know, you go to do grocery shopping and then suddenly there's loads of different <coughs> plastics 
in 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 our waste which don't really need so why you just grab loads of different stuff and then start, you just arrive home get rid of it straight away mm. so that didn't make sense uh, for us and we just tried to find uh, somewhere where we could buy this way uh, buy in bulk and buy plastic free but there wasn't anything like that uh, close to us it was like different places that you could buy some bulk produce uh, but not the whole concept of, of zero waste and then we just thought why why not do it ourselves yeah. And, and yeah eventually very scared about it but yeah, yeah. we eventually did it yeah uh, but we want to do get more involved in 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 the community get more um getting to do workshops and talks or uh, trying to um, just give advice to other people that maybe want to open a zero shop or maybe uh, businesses within Bristol that want to um, check themselves, see uh, what things they are they can be doing better from an environmental uh, point of view or a zero waste uh, point of view. But we'll see. It's like, yeah, there's lots of things that we would love to do, but at the same time, we don't want to uh, yeah, lose track or lose sight of, of zero green as it is at the moment. Thanks a lot, Lydia. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot for having us. Our flying speed is 575 miles per hour. So I want you to imagine that zero green becomes a very influential thing. And uh, the council say, right, we w- we'd like you to give out some awards. So you've got three zero green awards. Yeah. What do you give the awards for? Um, I think one of the things I'd like to do is find uh, the person that's gone on the biggest journey, I suppose, the most improved customer or family that have gone from walking and going what the hell is this place and what are they doing <laughs> to you know even cutting their recycling down yeah a little bit would be great um another one would definitely be one of our suppliers i'd pick one of our suppliers who's maybe made the biggest change again um, and then maybe a school or something like a school or a business that would done a, a similar a similar thing we've had um i've done a couple of talks at schools and we've had a couple of school groups in and we've had a few large businesses in Bristol approaches to kind of ask us to go into their business and say, you know, walk, literally walk around the office and go, what can we do? What can we fix? How can we change? So they're very much things. open to your... Absolutely, input, yeah. yeah. We've been to, I went to Dyson headquarters a few months ago. Um, we've been asked to go to a couple of other places as well and just see what people are, not mistakes they're making, but maybe things that they, really simple things that they can change. And we've already had stories of great com- companies handing out... Um, giving out all this, um, the employees coffee cups and they have on-site uh, cafes and they just refuse to give out coffee cups and just maybe highlighting those heroes I suppose mm. in people that, that you know it seems like a huge thing to do and they've actually achieved it as a as a company. So how do you find the kids take to it when you talk to them at schools and stuff? They're reliable well, massively much more open I think to it than their parents and they quite often drag their parents in afterwards. We've actually had a couple of things come from the children going home and talking to their parents and their parents have come in and gone oh I do this as a business can this help you or um you know and it might not be like directly linked but they didn't know that we existed beforehand yeah. um it must be pretty encouraging to yeah. know that they're listening to you so much that they go home and take it into their lives and stuff you like kind that. of see them at yeah. the weekend being they go mom mom this is a shop I I told you about um and we had that with like uh co-workers and friends and people being brought in but yeah I think children they've watched Blue Planet um, a lot of schools have shown it that a lot of schools are doing um, uh, plastic free or plastic awareness things uh, the last group we had come in they had a litter picking champion and at 
uh, break times they get groups of children that go around and pick litter so you know it's it's much more in their mindset and I think if we can get them now if we can latch that in now and get into their mindset about how harmful single-use plastic is there's um, without being too dramatic about it there's a real chance that that generation could could you know make a real change I think. yeah okay thanks a lot for talking to me Stacey. No, thank you for coming